0: Welcome to the REI Foundation Podcast, where we cover all the steps and strategies to make your real estate dreams a reality. Now, your hosts, Jason and Peely.
1: Hi, everybody, and welcome again to the REI Foundation Podcast with Jason and Peely. Today, I'm laughing because today we have the awesome Justin Williams and his even more Awesomer, why? Oh, even
2: more <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so that's what you're laughing because of that?
1: It's joy. It's a laughter. <laughs> <joy>. <laughs> so, in celebration of our 100th episode, woo! Woo!
3: Yes! yes, I know we've made it. We've made it. Joey has not killed me and only oh, kicked me off the show once or three times.
2: <laughs> I, I was shocked had when had I heard you do a 100 podcasts already. <laughs> I'm like, what <laughs> the heck? I don't know how you do it all. I'm going to quit telling you to stop doing so much because apparently you guys are oh, like, okay. I don't know. You guys have something, some magic power.
3: We get what <laughs> we get. The more we do, we get more done. It makes no sense. You know, something like that. Someone said that once and made something sense. Something like that. sense there. Something so like that. just going go with
0: it.
1: So oh, in celebration of our 100th episode, we are inviting our mentors and others we consider key people in our lives. And of course, Justin and Tara are huge, huge mentors in our life. Justin and Tara are the creators of House Flipping HQ, Six Figure Flipping, Seven Figure Flipping, and now Eight Figure Flipping, which Justin actually first teased on our show many moons ago on episode nine.
2: Oh, you heard it here first.
1: Yes, we heard it here first. Mm -hmm. And Tara is also a very highly sought after personal coach. So you know, Justin and Tara t- look at us and tell us we're not doing we're doing too much. Look at you guys, <laughs> <laughs> we're following your footsteps.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess we're not
0: the best example. Yeah, that's
3: true. That's true. <laughs> so yeah, because we've only met in person a few times, Justin. But so when we're out there, it's, I, I always crack up because it, it was like one night we're, we're at an event and you're up there and you're you're talking about something and then some idea comes up about some some training program and the next morning you're like so I stayed up all night. And I have this thought, and it's all done, 15 layers, 15 modules, nine weeks, 17 different courses, and we're ready to go. Let's do this. Here you go.
2: (laughs) They say we tell, give people advice based on the advice we need for ourselves. So maybe Uh maybe that's it. I just get other people to do it all. I'm just the idea guy, right? And that's what you guys are doing now too. So there we go. All right. Keep going. (laughs) I keep going.
1: Well, <laughs> well we're, like I was explaining to Justin and Tara before, we're going to kind of go a little bit off script for this because we want to focus really on Justin and Tara, their synergy, what makes them work, what what they can offer us. What I mean, you guys have offered us so much already. So I guess you know what. Let's start at the beginning. How did you guys first get started in real estate? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got married and I was a third grade teacher and I was like okay I've graduated from college like it's gonna be my career I'll probably have some kids and and then I probably won't work at some point point." and my 25k cap was like it was my cap and it was a great job and I enjoyed it and then Justin comes into my world and he's like <laughs> you're not gonna do anything you're, you're like you're like doing service Tara and I'm like, well service is good <laughs> it's a good thing and he's got these big ideas and he wants to start businesses that we're going to make a million dollars in the first summer. And I was just like, okay, sounds awesome. I was in
2: college at the time. I'd never started a business. My parents weren't entrepreneurial or anything. So it wasn't like I really knew what I was doing. I just, other people had done it Figure figured why not?
0: Yeah. And so I was like, okay. And he's, he, he's always running numbers. He's always like, okay, we'll do this many sales and this many people <laughs> and this many offices. That's a million dollars, Karen. And I'm like, you're right. That totally is a million dollars. And so we started that business. And it was a satellite dish
2: business, satellite selling dish. satellite dish, by the way.
0: And it, it went pretty well. We learned a lot, the school of hard knocks. We made a lot of mistakes. We did a lot of good things. And then but the goal of that we had learned or thought we knew that a lot of wealth is created through real estate. And so after, what, a couple of years in that business?
2: Yeah. After having lost a lot of money and been in a lot of debt and then That's worked the our way day. out of that Worked our way out of that. We got into real estate.
0: We got into real estate and started our journey there. So at the
2: time, we thought you had to have money, just like everyone else out there who thinks you have to have money to get started. But we didn't have any money and we got started. Mm-hmm.
0: So we had a friend in the Dish Network business who had been doing some real estate. Like he would buy the houses, live in it, fix it, and then they would move.
2: They call it like live in flips or flip-packing. Yeah. Wait, wait, what do they call it? Hey, that's my turn. Anyway. That's
0: your turn. <laughs> <laughs> And he was kind of like this guy that we would talk to and he'd have like these, what, um, Lord of the Rings marathons in his basement. So he's kind of an interesting guy, but we were like, okay, it's <laughs> <laughs> so, pretty cool. So one time he reached out to us and he was like, you guys need to hop on this call. This guy's going to teach us all about short cells. And yeah. so we hopped on this call. I still remember being in our home in Bakersfield and our our oldest was just a little baby. And we're like in the office on this phone, like hunched around it. And I like
2: speakerphone.
0: Talk about short cells and how he can teach us everything. We're just looking at each other. like, Oh man. Okay, let's do it. We got to do awesome.
2: it. So we booked. We didn't even know what short sale was. We
0: didn't know what it was. We hadn't done anything. First state we signed up for the seminar, showed up, uh, signed up for his mastermind, and kind of
3: started cranking up
0: there. Yeah, fire hose. Fire hose. That's incredible.
3: So, have you always been the the couple or the mindset of just you find an idea and and you don't wait, you just take action and you just go for it if it's something like that leads to anything that's exciting for you or have we always been that couple
0: no, <laughs> no. he's always been that single <laughs> my response always at the beginning was like whoa 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 ah, ah ah freak out this is scary this is crazy don't say that don't talk it! ah you can't do that like when we got married he would come to our family parties and he would like actually say what he was thinking and i'm like oh my gosh <laughs> you, you don't just say what you're. Thinking. You don't just do what you're
2: supposed to be doing. We but. take the modernized caveman approach. It's like if it were caveman times, I'd be dragging her around by the hair. But instead, she's okay with it. So that's, that's wow. the modernized. <laughs> okay. See,
0: at a family party, I would have done that.
2: <laughs>
0: no, <laughs> I might, I might horrible could. analogy.
2: <laughs> she's been super supportive, even yeah. with all of the ups and downs and the, my crazy shenanigans. She's always believed in me. He has a
0: lot of ideas and. and he just goes for things and it's amazing. His belief is like, he always talks me into things and he'll be like, hey, what do you think about this? My first response is usually like, no, no, no. And then he'll talk about it for a while and I'm like, yeah, oh man, that sounds amazing. We gotta do it. And so I've learned over the time, over the years, to kind of more be on the same page, more meet in the middle. I'm still usually the one that's like, okay, that's a bit too much. Let's hone this in here. He's still like idea person. I'm more an implementation, finish things through. And so I, I like to be more organized and structured. He's like, fly by the seat of his pants, talk to everybody. I go to a grocery store with a list and I'm going through the aisles looking for things. He shows up at the grocery store and he's like, hey, where's, where's the pickles? <laughs> so, somebody tell me. <laughs> so we navigate differently, but our our different personalities work well. Yeah.
1: So how what steps did, did you have to take to get where you are today? Because now you guys seem so synergized. Was it,
0: always like that like how did you get there it's definitely been a process because there have been so many times where he's come with ideas and different things because he's always believed in himself and what he can do and of course he hits road bumps and different things but that's always been he has fears and things but he's always been like we can do this we can totally do this and that's not been my natural response and so over time we've kind of he's kind of proven things and I've kind of learned to work through things, but there've been millions of times probably each day where I could just be like, I don't want to do this. I can't do this. You know, I want to ship out. I want to do something else. And for some reason I keep kind of just getting pulled back in and I keep growing and keep progressing. And so for me, it's been more of a kicking and a screaming. <laughs> 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 and here it's been more like, yeah, let's do this thing. And over time I've learned to have my own space at my own strengths, work from where I'm good. He can work for where he's strong. And then we kind of continue to meet more in the middle as we, you kind of have to be your own person. He has to be his own person, but then you have to work together and you have to drive different areas. And sometimes you have to listen to your spouse. And sometimes you have to lead your spouse. And that can be uncomfortable sounding. It hasn't always
2: been easy for sure. We've had our ups and downs. I mean, year seven, it's like we're like having children's photos, seven-year itch—is that what they call it, right? Um, but I we just believe, you know, I uh, know success can compensate for failure in the home or in the marriage, and that was our—that was a quote, by the way, from I saw that. And we just decided, hey, this is the most important thing, and as we made that a priority, like everything else, just improved as well.
0: I think too, like Justin and I, we talk a lot. Yes. You know, a lot of times. People work together.
2: I've gotten her
0: to talk a lot. <laughs> talk and they don't talk a lot about stuff, you know. I'll work with um, different people or friends or family, and they'll be like, "Oh, my spouse," and I'm like, "Well, have you? Did you talk to him about that?" I'm like, no. I'm like, huh? Like we from day one have talked about a lot of things, and we're always working through things, and we compromise. Like, there are things about him where I'm like, "Ah, oh, I could, you could do this," and we'll talk about it, and he'll fix it. And for me, same thing. She, he's like, "Oh, why is not she just?" Oh. So we actually talk about those things and then we both kind of have to meet in the middle and we we do try to change. Like we're, I'm always trying to change. He's always trying to change and we're always just like, I'm a little better over here, so I'll lift him. He's a little better over here, so he lifts me and we just kind of like go back and forth with it.
2: I think the number one thing, number one tip I would give to couples or even like working with partners or employees, like we've worked with a lot of people and I have yet to find one person who is as awesome as me. <laughs> right? And I'm joking, but I'm kind of serious because obviously we act a certain way. We do things that we think are the best way to do things. So obviously we all think we're the most awesome. even if We don't go around saying that because that's not cool, right? But what I found is it's so easy to like focus on faults of other people. But if you focus, especially like in a spouse or, or especially or whatever, just focus on a spouse or a partner, um, of like their qualities and those are the things you think about and you let them know like a lot of times in in a marriage or any relationship people like they focus on the negative things it's like when you're dating you just kind of know each other you focus on the positive right and then over time you focus on just the negative and those are the things that they hear but if you really sit down and take time to think about all the amazing things that person does and you tell them they feel better. You feel better. You recognize how amazing they are because they really are. Like, their people are amazing. And if you focus on those things, it just improves the entire relationship, which then improves the business. Like, our business will not function well if we are not doing well.
0: Yes.
2: It, it's related, right? That's not why we do it. Like, we're we're our relationship is number one, but all of the results are, are good. But yet you think, oh, I'm going to show you, like, I'm right and you're doing this wrong. You, you're doing, you can't do this and that. It's like, no, focus on the positives. And then they don't mind as much uh, if you give them a little bit of feedback because they feel like like that bank account is full, right? It's not like you're just taking out deposits, you're giving deposits. And if you take out one, you know, it's, it's okay. Does any of that make sense at all? That makes absolute <laughs> sense. I like,
0: okay. I like it, I like it. <laughs> I do.
3: <laughs> so for so many couples out there that, that they just can't, seem to get the other partner on board, would you say it's that they 're not trying to include them they 're not explaining it they 're not giving back enough so you touch on this a little bit, but if there's a lot of couples that we speak to that I would do real estate, but my husband's just completely against it just doesn 't want to do it at all, or my wife you know she it 's too risky or where where are they going wrong in trying to take actionable steps
0: that's a good question because. Not everybody's the same. So the, the answer is not necessarily general, but there are some generalities. So I find when that's happening, either someone's using their spouse or, or partner as a, as a crutch. Oh, I'm going to say the same thing. When really they're just scared and they're almost kind of glad that their person that they're with is like, no, nah, you shouldn't do that thing. Because inside they're like, oh, I'm freaking out. But my spouse won't let me. Otherwise I would totally do this. But really inside they're like, oh. <laughs> like I'm afraid to take that that, thing or sometimes that really is true sometimes people do get a lot of flat from their spouses and it's just not it's hard and so sometimes you really have to step out on your own and some people don't get any support and they have to like you kind of have to prove yourself to be honest you know if you're going to take these risks and they affect your family and they affect your livelihood and your lifestyle you kind of have to be bold and take a personal risk and go i have to do this i i, I won't be happy or i won't Feel progressing, like I'm progressing, unless I take this. And you step out there, and you better be willing to put the work behind it and the belief, and you better work through your stuff so that you can prove, like, hey, I can do this. I'm good at this. I can support you, and then bring them. Well, I
2: think forward. that's part of the reason why you were able to mm-hmm. believe in me so much because I put my money where my mouth was, and even though I fell time and time again in many things, and by failure, I, I have a whole lots of thoughts on failure. Failure isn't really a failure, right? Yeah. Even though everything wasn't perfect. You saw me getting out there and doing it. You saw results from time to time, and you saw that I was willing to do whatever it took. Yeah. And you know, we got an email from a woman uh, the other day after we did this podcast that you were talking about, where we, a couples' podcast, right? And she's like, "I love what you guys are teaching. My husband really wants to do this business, and I fully totally support him and want to do it too. But I'm working, and he's at home, and he watches TV all day. And and like, I can't even comprehend that." Because I wake up at five o'clock and I like like okay, I'm actually lying when I like five o'clock is sleeping in for me. Like this morning it was like three forty-five. I go to bed pretty early, right? So I'm not. I get I get enough sleep. it's you know, not. Everyone's like, you're not sleeping enough, right? But like I wake up because I'm so ready to go. I'm so revved up and excited to take on that. Like my um, self motivation is so strong, right? And so. I of like this guy, for example, it's like, he can't, and he comes home, his wife comes home. He's like, he complains to her about her not helping him enough. You know, I mean, that's what she was telling us in this email. I'm like, oh, that's really sad. Like, you need a whole other set of classes, I think, <laughs> right? Like, you've got to be willing to take that personal risk. You've got to do whatever it takes. You've got to embrace failure. I mean, I would go knocking doors like a madman. I didn't care, right? I would do anything. Because at first, like you've got to go down before you can go up. You gotta take a step back before you can take 10 steps forward. You are gonna hit a wall. I mean, we we sent out like an, an email today that was about like hitting the ramp. Most people never hit the ramp uh, because they they don't they never get there, right? And and to hit the ramp, you have to go through a bunch of potholes and a bunch of crap. And it seems impossible. You feel like you're not getting traction because we're so taught to take these linear steps in life and trade time for dollars and go to school and do this and this and this and get a little tiny raise from your boss and it doesn't work like that, right? Like, I mean, it shouldn't work like that. Sometimes you got to take a personal risk. You got to go out there, you got to actually build something. And then if you keep going and keep pushing through after you want to quit a hundred times, that's when you hit the ramp. That's when the exponential growth comes. That's when you really start to see traction and then the traction builds on more and more. So. I think I said a lot of thoughts there.
1: Fantastic. No, I love
3: it. <laughs> so I want to go back to that building self-motivation. It, how do people do that? It, so it, it's so hard for people to have these road bumps and stay on track, but how, how, how are they getting out of bed at 345 in the morning excited about their day? What, what is it that, that stands out that gets someone off that threshold? Or this person who's on the couch, what's going to make him take action, get excited about his day?
0: It's tricky because what motivates everybody is, is different but also what motivates everybody is very similar. So when I think of what motivates Justin, it's different than what motivates me. And for some reason, at the core foundation of who I am, it's like, I have one life to live. I want to do something that is the best of what I can do. Now, that means I have a lot of weaknesses to work through and that means I'm going to hit some walls and that means it's going to be a lot of But it's like, I can't wake up and not think that I've done something that day that helped or mattered or, 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 was something good, you know? And sometimes the good things are the simple things, but it's like, why would you not, you have one life, one life, why would you not do something that stretches you? Is that like, to go backwards to me just feels so wrong and against my nature, but to like expand and keep learning and growing is just like, I crave it like give me more or let's do this let's you know and sometimes that means expansion means simplifying things and and really going inside yourself because that's the scariest place we're really good at looking out externally but sometimes expanding is going what's going on with me what's happening with me why am I doing what I'm doing does it matter do I want to keep doing it how does it work so
1: wow boom this is all so amazing thank you so much so i want to like dive even a little deeper like explain because you guys are phenomenal like when i think of like hop i think of you too so explain and you like Justin, you've explained about failures and failures are just stepping stones. Your program used to call, be called, what? Fail, flash, fail fast Fail fast flipping. Flipping. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> That's why I changed it. You can't pronounce
3: it. I'm, I'm a fast horrible at tongue twister. I'm <laughs> super, super happy to name it that. I would have never, I would have been like, I, no, I can't do this part. I just can't even say it. So it yeah, be, yeah, I'm
1: out, I'm out. So describe like a hard moment in both of your lives where it was such a teachable moment for you that it expanded your mind so much so that you got to take that next step. you got to expand inwardly.
2: Well, I think, I mean, big failure happens every day. Like there's big, huge, fat failures and there's small failures. Like when we had $120,000 debt, had to go move in with like our bunch of family and employees, like that was a big failure. It felt like a big failure, right? Um, but then every day, like there are little things that happen, you know, right now, like, okay, so I've got my, my education business as well. And Bill Allen and I are—we're hopping on. We're, we have a bunch of people who have applied for our program. I'm—I'm I'm going real here, right? We're not everything everything. Like, there's a bunch of people who have applied for a high-level program, and they're not in the program for one reason or another. We're like, okay, our sales guys—they maybe they need some work, but we're diving in and figuring it out. And it's not easy. Like, I don't usually like to get in the trenches, but we're—we're we're doing it. Um, and and talk about like failure. Like, I just—I mean, you know, like this guy applies for my program and. I'm like, hey, this is Justin Williams. Like, sometimes people are like, oh, really? Is this really him? He's like, who? Who are you? You know what I mean? Like, and my point is not that, oh, he doesn't know I am and whatever. But it's like, it's not easy, right? Like, you're going to fail. Like, you you have to get 100 no's to get a yes, right? And if people aren't willing to, to take that, then this isn't the right business for them or no business is the right business for them. Um, what was it? Aristotle said to... Uh, avoid criticism say nothing do nothing be no one basically i'm totally butchering that but basically like if you're going to do anything in life like you're going to have failure you're going to meet with criticism you're going to have naysayers but you've got to be willing to i mean surround yourself with the right people because if you're with the people that are all negative and you keep asking them their opinion like that's what you're going to end up doing it's going to be too hard for you to keep going because we all give into that peer pressure but if you surround yourself with with the right people, people who are doing the business, who are where you want to be. Those people are going to give you that kind of feedback, right? Like, I will never ask someone's opinion about a certain subject who, if they're not highly successful or knowledgeable in that subject, because they will give it to you even though they know nothing. It's the craziest thing. Like, we're all conditioned to do that for some reason. We think we're helping sure. and we're hurting, right? Like, uh, yeah, anyway. I just keep going on all these, like, tangents. I don't even remember the question.
1: No, that's, that's all fantastic. And it's a great segue into, I would love to talk about your coaching programs. I mean, it just seems that, you know, when when Jason first got your coaching program for me as our engagement present. Oh, <laughs> that
2: is awesome. That is a study
1: right there. Awesome. This was, like, right after... I had given birth to our son, our first, our first child, and I had, and I didn't even know it at the time. I had a little bit of a, a postpartum, and I just couldn't self-start. Yeah. So Jason was like, "Here, there." I, I saw this guy, Justin, on Bigger Pockets, and he says that he flipped a thousand homes, <laughs> and there's a bunch of people that was getting down on him. And you know, I looked him up, and his program looks phenomenal. So here, yeah. I want you to go on this program and learn everything you can about house flipping because we had just started getting into the business. We had a couple of homes under our belt. I just couldn't get back into it. Um,
3: I like, we talked about this before. I appreciate it. Just you you put yourself out there and that's tough to do. And then, and on the same part, I could see Peely was just having that moment where it, it was just, there was a lot of transitions, you know, having, having a new baby, just figuring out your routine, figuring out your day, just figuring out how to, do everything and, and make everything important. And, uh, and that would probably be a good question for you guys. So you, you have kids, you have a thriving business, businesses, how do you, how do you do them all? And how do you do them all committing the right time or, or the, or a time that works for you? Cause people have that balance where, oh yeah, I want, I want to get so much done, but then I, I, I can't spend time with my family and they, they, they feel like they're always missing something. I had,
2: i'm gonna let terry answer that question but first of all i just want to say like, i got the most crazy chills all through my body when you were sharing this because literally as i started that post i remember exactly where i was we were in lehigh utah visiting Tara's family she was going through major spells of depression uh, it was really hard for me and i remember she was taking a nap uh in in one of the rooms and i was in the other the office and i was like what can i do and i thought you know what um i do have this coaching program i'm trying to get it out there but also i want to give back what's a better way i can give back and serve and I thought i'm thought i going to start this post on how i'm going to have a goal to flip 150 houses this year and i'm going to document it all in bigger pockets for free so people can check it out if some people end up doing my program cool if they don't that's fine i, I want to give back and i had so many haters more than i've ever experienced in my life and charactering uh she can i'm, I'm pretty sensitive actually even though I can be pretty like hard-nosed I'm like super sensitive and that was so hard for me and I remember Tara waking up and me reading these comments and I wasn't able to focus on her when I needed to because I was so distraught that people were like attacking me and so now to see you guys right here that's what gave me chills right to know that there were people that were listening and I've had there's several people in our group that I I know came because of that post and my whole point of like saying that is don't be afraid to put yourself out there yeah. Even though you don't know who you're affecting, like there are, you are making a difference. If you take that risk and you know what you're doing is right, and you put yourself out there, so thank you guys for that.
1: Thank cool. you for thank putting you. yourself out there. I mean, yeah, there were so many naysayers, but look at all
2: it's the brutal. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally been worth it. Yeah, yeah, right.
1: it's right. it's just it's
2: phenomenal. You That's run the brutal. question now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's, she can remember a lot better than me. I don't remember the
0: question. <laughs> <laughs> so you're asking basically, how do you have a family and a business and all the other things going on? Yes, yes, that's I mean, tricky. Make it all work. How do you make it all work? Well, first of all, Google Calendar is my best friend. Besides, just
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have to. Your life will get maxed. You're going to be maxed on the home front. You're going to be maxed <clears throat> on the business front, and you know, we, we are very involved in our church. You're going to be maxed on the church spiritual front or whatever hobbies it is that you've got. And you want to have hobbies. You want to go on dates.
2: And- yeah, you want to enjoy it, right? To I'm going to Hawaii it. every other week, like give me yeah, a date. That's degree.
0: right. <laughs> so an amazing thing happens is when you put yourself in situations where there's more on your plate than you can handle, is that you get maxed. And you can either respond to it and kind of fall apart and shrink from it, or you can take that opportunity to filter your life you have to go through and go, this isn't important. This isn't important. That's got to go. That's got to go. That's on a daily basis. Can't do that. Not going to get to that. Not going to happen. Am I okay with that? I'm okay with that. But this is what has to happen every day. These are the things that matter to me. These are the things that have to be worked on. And so it really is an amazing opportunity to let go of some of the things that aren't really making you who you want to be. And you have to be learn to be more efficient with your time. You've got to learn to manage your energy more. Where you have enough energy to do the work and also be with your family. You've got to learn to let go of a lot of emotion. It's not working for you. If you're weighed down and you're stressed and you're falling apart, you're not going to have anything for your family or anything for your marriage. So you have to learn to work through your emotions. It's like this incredible opportunity to go, here you are, Max. Like, what are you going to get rid of? Where are you going to let go? Because if you don't, you're going to stay stuck where you're at or you're going to crash and burn. So it's this process of just continually letting go. Of something good for something better so that you can keep progressing. It takes lots of little random things of simple time management and lots of conversations and lots of evolving and we
2: well, have yeah, let letting go I mean the book you yeah, got the book like the one thing right like that's probably the best like time management book ever written right like just focus on less and letting go then also creating system for it like leveraging outsourcing mm-hmm. using other people so I think the combination of those things, um, it's not, can you get, I want to say get all of it done because part of that is letting it go. So you may not want to get all of it done, but how can you reach your goals? Like, why are you doing all this? We always say, hey, wait, why am I doing this? You know, sometimes you start doing something the least of thing, and then lose another thing. Then Wait, 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 you gotta, why am I doing this? Okay. I'm doing this. So I have free time and make more income. So I can spend more time with my family and go to Hawaii whenever I want. Okay. Are these things helping me get there? If they're not, they're gone. If they are, how do I uh, leverage? How do I get other people to help me with that? And it's not, can you do that? But how can you do that? I believe it's all is not can, but how can. And as you do those things, the, you know, the universe, whatever you want to call it, opens up to you. And you start to realize how that can be done. I mean, literally, once again, I, I systematized my house flipping business a few years ago to where we were flipping 100 houses per year, working five hours a week. And it, it literally took like I had to do it like, it's like, well, I believe I can do it. Even though everyone said I couldn't, I was like, I don't see why not. No one's told me why I can't. <laughs> so I'm just going to, not that I asked their opinion anyway, right? Um, so I just worked towards doing that rather than listening to people say, you can't do that. I'm like, I want to do this. This is what I'm going to do. And now I'm doing the same thing with my education business. Not that I will always be involved, but I recognize if you want to change the world, which a lot of people, I had, I had some false beliefs that I had to do it all myself. And I realized that wasn't true. And you guys have probably seen different coaches I brought on and people I brought on to help because I can't do it all. Um, and now I can go surfing with my son. Like you go up and down, right? Like we've had different businesses. And it's been like, woo-hoo! like everyone's working for us. Things are good. And then we do another business and we get like, there's seasons and we get super busy and I'm working like 50, 60 hours a week. I'm like, ah, I love what I do, but my life is crazy and I, I want some more free time. And then like, Hey, time to get back to, to, to systematizing it, outsourcing, getting people to help. And now I'm kind of back in that position, not five hours a week because that was just not enough. I like to work more than that, um, which where I do have that freedom. I have other people I can count on. We have coaching calls going on. Like today, I think, they might one right now? I don't know. Like there's calls that are going on, like things that are happening, and I'm not always the one who has to be involved. Um, people are getting a ton of tremendous value still. So you just got to be open to doing that.
1: That no. is fantastic. So where I was going with my previous comment, where we started everything, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm glad I remember this. We want to look into the future because last time we had Justin on, because he did this on eight-figure flipping and he made it a thing. It's yes. actually happening. There is it an eight-figure flipping group. So what's next? What's, 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 the, what's the future look like for the Williams? Clan.
2: As far as our coaching program or just us in general? As, far as
1: anything in general. As far
2: as anything. Mm-hmm.
1: You're welcome um, to come to Hawaii if that looks like it's in your future.
2: I'm seeing that. I'm
1: seeing that. Awesome. that in the future. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm going to make that happen, by the way. Anyway. What's,
2: what's in our. Well, right now, I don't know if I should bring this up, but we're pretty excited about Bitcoin. <laughs>
0: that's what, that's what
2: Bitcoin does, right? Okay, so here's the deal. Right? Like, I know there's a big Bitcoin controversy. I don't. I don't care right several years ago i had no idea what bitcoin was and because we were doing well in our house of business, i hadn't invested in anything else but i had one of my main private money lenders. he's like hey you really gotta put some money here it's gonna be big and i trusted him and he had been right on some other things i'm like, sure i'll throw 25 grand at it we have because we but i looked at it as like throwaway money you know what i mean it's like kim hey, i throw this away whatever." He actually told me to do it like a week before and it went from like 52 to 75 within that week. I'm like, okay, I'll do, I'll do it. I'll hurry up, I'll get this done. And now like, I'm just looking at like on the side thing, we have this thing climb, right? And so I call this, so it's $25,000. I look at it as like one foot. I'm like, okay, I'll donate like one foot to that. And the only way I could have done that because of this business, I saw it as very high risk money. I knew nothing about it, I did it. And now like, I mean, it could crash, I'm whatever. Like people are, I know there's haters out there. If it crashes by the time the podcast goes out, they're like, oh, whatever, you know. But it's like, now that is worth, like, I don't know, what what's um, 280 times 13,176, right? Like, it's worth, like, millions of dollars, right? Yes. And that's what I think is so beautiful about, I don't believe, like, you take this big, huge, high risk in something. When you don't have the money, you can't put food on the table, you're worried about putting food on the table. Right. So yes. th- that's like the goal, right? Like make this income that you can take care of your, your life. And, and then you can take some bigger risks if you want mm-hmm. on, on companies or things that, um, cause a lot of people say, oh, you got luck. Your, I believe in luck. I believe luck is a part of it. But that was kind of the plan. what this guy told me it was going to happen. I believed it might. I didn't think it would for sure. And now I'm able to like invest in other things as well. So I know I'm totally going off on a tangent here, but I joke about that's like our $4 million clip. <laughs> That's well,
1: a great return on investment.
2: Yeah, it's pretty good return on investment. We're pretty happy about it.
3: But it's great. Focus on your core cash flow streams. Make yes. sure you have solid businesses, solid systems in place, and when you have money that you can risk, you can put them into more risky investments that could possibly pay off. But it's okay if they don't, yeah. because you have that diversification in there. So, and it was
2: only because I understood returns that I learned from real estate and returns and annualized returns. I'm like, huh, okay. There's all these different investments. Now, I'm looking at lots of different investments, actually. I, I have killed a lot of that um, Bitcoin money and actually diversified it into other high-risk investments because it's like it's like play money, really. Um, and the way I look at it is, you know, if I and that's why you see like Shark Tank and the, these guys that invest in these big companies like Uber, or whatever, like, they'll invest in 10 companies and nine of them, they don't make anything from. But that one will make them like just astronomical, millions and millions of dollars. Um, Anyway, I'm totally going off on a tangent, right? But it's just it's exciting. Yeah, for
1: the future. This is the future <laughs> No, this
2: is like yeah, no, it's it's exciting. Like I my number one goal now is number one, help as many people as possible um, create the the house flipping and or wholesaling business that, that we created that allowed us to, to move to to St. Clement. So we want everyone to move here so we can all go surfing together, right? <laughs> yes. That allowed us Got to it. buy like our, our dream home and, and live here and allow us to be able to go surfing with our kids and and have that lifestyle. And be able to go on trips and because well, we didn't have that. None of us grew up with money. We we love our we had a great life. That's not what we're saying. Okay. Um, but but it was it was not as children. But like it was it was stressful like earlier on when we were first married and in, in those struggles. And so we want other people to be able to um, experience that because I don't think life is all about just working hours and hours every single day. Uh, I believe in ROTI return on time invested, Create something. Build something for your future. Uh, so you can make a difference. I mean, we've been able to also I, I don't say this to, to brag in any way, but we've been able to a lot help a lot of organizations, like kids that are being sold into sex slavery, or the Children's Heart Foundation with, with Bill Allen, or Andy's brother, who um, you know, unfortunately, you know, you guys know the situation with, with him, and we've been able to help the organization that is now going to other countries and building schools. Like
1: and we'll has, we'll definitely put the links to all everything that Justin just mentioned, we'll put the links in the show notes. If you're if yeah, anybody that's, that's listening to this are looking for good causes, every single one of those that Justin just mentioned are phenomenal causes.
2: But you gotta you gotta be willing to put yourself out there. That's all it takes. Like if you're willing to put yourself out there, you can have all these things, you know. And our goal by next year is to like retire our our parents if possible you know to, if, if they'll let us, right wow. yeah. they'll to, let, to all figure out something right but they've given <laughs> us so much and, and just to be able to give back is it's really fulfilling it's
1: really cool fantastic wow well, thank you
3: well what are some words to live by
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man
2: what was that one quote but oh, um, yeah. it's not the man in the ring
0: yeah there have been so many times as justin pulled up this quote where we are hit where our backs are against the wall, and he will look at me and go, "Tara, I will make sure this works. I will make sure this happens. I will get us out of this." And there are times where I go, "You know what? I will make sure this happens. I will make sure this works." And it's important that we both know, like, "Hey, we're both—we are both in this, in this family, in this business together, and whatever it is that we're doing." Well, there
2: was a time when we had like a deep conversation, like you were struggling with some things, and I was struggling too. Um, But it was almost like, is it it worth it? And I started reading this, and I think we were both like crying by the end, right? So this is Theodore Roosevelt, and it's, do you want to read it? Okay. Um, It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man or woman who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood who strives valiantly who errs who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error or shortcoming but who does actually strive to do the deeds who knows great who knows great enthusiasm the great devotions who spends himself in a worthy cause who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement and who at the worst, if he fails, okay, let me read that. I, I who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who never who neither know victory nor defeat. So I just I just love that quote because. I don't know like i'm not guaranteeing like i personally believe if you do the right things time and time again with consistent persistent action to yourself with the right people like you're going to be successful eventually right yeah. but if you're not like i think it's still worth it <laughs> i just i think it's still worth it like you'll never know if you don't go for it
1: you need to that's try that's awesome thank wow. you wow wow
3: so where can people find you? Where where can people reach out to you? Hear a little bit more about all these. Well, we, live in we both San besides going out there San Clemente, uh, catching you surfing and doing all the other fun activities, virtually email everything else.
2: So you can go to houseboopinghq.com. That's kind of like our hub. Um, if if you're a newer investor and you want to check out a, a program for newer investors, we have houseboopingformula.com. And if you're a higher-level investor who's currently making a six-figure income and you want to reach the seven-figure income level, like we have about 24 people who are currently in our program that are going to hit that this year, then you can go to sevenfigureflipping.com and fill an application. That's we'll when someone will reach out awesome. to
1: you. Fantastic.
3: Amazing. Thank you, guys. This has been great yeah thank you guys thank
2: you guys love thank you, guys.
1: you so much like I I want to keep you guys on and ask so many more questions
2: <laughs> but
1: then it would never end. It I, know, I, I know you guys would keep on talking like I would <laughs> <laughs> anyway thank you so much again Justin Tara thank you so much for being on our show this is the REI Foundation podcast with Jason and Peely. thank you again to Justin and Tara and thank you all so much for listening we're so grateful thank you again
0: bye, bye. everybody bye
3: We appreciate each of you listening to our show. And if you like what you hear, please go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rated review. Five stars. And give us some questions on Facebook. We'd love to have your questions answered by our guests on some of our next show. You can find us on Facebook at the REI Foundation Podcast with Jason and Peely. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. Thanks for tuning into the REI Foundation Podcast. Check back next time for more awesome tips and strategies to launch your new you in real estate.